Pakistan, where the former Prime Minister Imran Khan and the country's former Foreign Minister Shamamu Qureshi have both been sentenced to 10 years in prison for leaking diplomatic correspondence. This is a case that relates to a document sent between Washington and Islamabad when Mr Khan was Prime Minister. He says the allegation was part of a US conspiracy to topple his government, an assertion Washington denies. The former cricketer turned politician was ousted from power after losing a confidence vote in April 2022. He is currently in jail in connection with other cases. Our Pakistan correspondent Caroline Davies has more now from Islamabad. So this case has been going on for a matter of months, all happening inside Adiala Jail, which is where Imran Khan is currently being held. Now, of course, as you mentioned, he was initially convicted back in August on a different case. He actually got bail from that particular case, um, but was uh, kept behind bars because he was detained for these other cases that have been mounting against him. Let's talk a little bit about this particular case. This is relating to an appearance on stage by Imran Khan in March of 2022. That was a month before he was ousted from power in a vote of no confidence. Now, when he appeared on stage, Mr Khan appeared waving a piece of paper which he said uh, detailed um, a foreign conspiracy against him. He said that uh, inside this letter it said that all will be forgiven if Imran Khan is removed from power. Now, he didn't exactly say which particular foreign power that this uh, material, this diplomatic letter, had come from, but then he continued to be highly critical of America during the course of that speech, so people drew the dots there. Now. Uh, the prosecution in this particular case has alleged that by Mr Khan appearing on stage and talking about this, that this uh, related to leaking classified documents and damaging diplomatic relations. Now, it's that second part, damaging diplomatic relations, that is particularly uh, difficult and that ha holds the longer sentence. That can lead to up to life imprisonment or even the death sentence. Now, we are now hearing from local media uh, that were allowed to attend inside court. We weren't able to attend the court case inside the jail but we are hearing from them that the judge has found Imran Khan and his former foreign minister Shah Mahmood Qureshi uh, they found them both of being guilty and being sentenced to 10 years in prison. We can talk live now to Salman Safta who is Imran Khan's lawyer joining us from Lahore. Mr Safta very good to have you with us here on BBC News. Your reaction to this verdict? Of course, uh, we are appalled and we are quite disgusted with the with the verdict for the simple reason that this trial has been concluded in the most objectionable and condemnable manner. And it's uh, the way the judge has uh, accelerated the proceedings, uh, showing sheer haste. This is unprecedented because this trial was in the midst of uh, recording evidence some two days ago. We have the general elections scheduled on the 8th of February. And Imran Khan, being the most popular leader, has very bright chances of coming back to the power corridors. And in fact, uh, this prosecution and this conviction, just a week before the elections, is an attempt to sabotage his, uh, uh, his possibility of coming back to the elections, uh, coming back to the power. Now, speaking uh, uh, about the conviction, about 18 witnesses were examined in one day, which is a shocking number of uh, witnesses being examined. And the lawyers uh, of Mr. Imran Khan were, were ousted from the proceedings, which is again unconstitutional, illegal, and is a practice not seen in the criminal history or criminal jurisprudence of Pakistan. 
So he has been convicted along with the foreign minister today in uh, all of a sudden without completing a former trial. Now we are, of course, going to challenge this conviction in Islamabad High Court, which will be done tomorrow morning. And we are hoping and expecting that within a week, his appeal would be taken up and this conviction would be quashed. Mr. Safta, as a lawyer, do you not take issue now with the judicial system itself in Pakistan? The fact that the targeting of politicians through the political system and the legal system has been happening for years, including when Imran Khan was prime minister. I agree with you 100%. This uh, has to stop and there is this end to madness. Political victimization, one government prosecuting the previous government and their officials, this is an exercise or abuse of power and authority which has given a lot of damage to the criminal justice system and to the country itself. And I am, uh, I was speaking to Mr. Imran Khan the other day in jail premises and I said, if you ever come back to power, you must come up with a strategy of burying the hatchets because this uh, has given a lot of damage to the country overall. And uh, if I may highlight, during the past 16 months, Mr. Imran Khan, against him alone, there are 42 criminal cases registered in the whole of Pakistan, in every city, every province. You murder, sedition, mutiny, terrorism, foreign funding, corruption, you name the offence, you name the charge. But, but on that, and, Mr. Safta, what did Imran Khan have to say about that when you tackled him on that very issue? Because he was the Prime Minister when Nawaz Sharif was put in prison in a case that has now been dismissed. And we now see Mr. Sharif running again in these elections. Well, you have to understand the prosecutions or the criminal cases initiated against Imran Khan on very flimsy, very trivial uh, charges. Uh, there's no proper charge of corruption like uh, it happens in Pakistan when you are uh, in power. Uh, well, the reaction yes, of Mr. Yes, but the Imran case Khan, against Nawaz Sharif was, was dismissed. Vulnerable. Yes, that is correct. And this is again uh, very unfortunate that the law enforcing agencies are, uh, you know, busy for years in establishing a case and then they are seen uh, giving a clean chit uh, to the convictions and to the earlier exercises. So, what did him, but so what, this is, of course... In terms of this political victimisation and targeting that has been happening, as I've mentioned, that happened under Imran Khan as well, what did he say to that? Did he promise that if he was in power, he would change this system? He was, of course, I did receive a very positive nod and his precise reply was that we are counting on people... Uh, like yourself and advocates who would guide me through. Uh, I would like to focus. I have uh, witnessed the condition of the prison. I have seen the condition of the courts, of the policing. Everything needs reforms, and this is would be our top priority if we ever come back to power. So this was the response. And how does this affect Mr Khan himself? He is now in prison. That means he cannot stand in elections in a few weeks' time. Of course, uh, of course there is no special treatment for him inside uh, the jail. He's like any other prisoner who's undergoing or serving out sentence. I think uh, the cases against him do not hold much substance. And it would be a matter of weeks. As soon as the elections take place, I do see... 
a change uh, in the winds. So, so briefly, and Mr Sutter, is, does that mean that you believe the High Court, once you've appealed this case, you believe they will quash this verdict? I am 100% convinced and optimistic for the reason that I have uh, looked at the evidence and I have looked at uh, the overall uh, mode and manner in which this trial was conducted and concluded. And above all, no, whether it is UK, US or Pakistan, no criminal justice system would tolerate that an advocate of, an, of the accused choice is thrown out of the proceedings and the trial is completed without him. So this is exactly, this is my personal grievance, that representing him just to accelerate the conviction, because elections, like I said, are only a week away.